This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families, billets, coaching staff, teammates, classmates, teachers, friends, community members. Not one of us is alone in our grief. Indeed, you are not. That is Broncos President Kevin uh, Geringer um, talking at the vigil that was held last night for the town. And as we start to learn the names and faces of those who passed, there are still many. There are 12 humbled Broncos who have a very big climb back. Four of them are still in critical condition in hospital right now. And they survived, but there will be a lot of injuries that will take years to heal. And there will be unseen injuries that never go away. And they're going to need an awful lot of support. Not, not just the easy stuff of sending tweets and Facebook posts. That, that is good. That is good. But it, it's real work and support for a long, long time. And it's one of those things I've learned uh, when covering tragedy is that those who are survivors of it, the victims of it, and when you get a high-profile situation like what we're dealing with, the very darkest days come for those people whether it's these young young men or the families dealing with it, when those cameras go away, when the hashtags stop and those headlines disappear, when all those cameras and the equipment pull out of town, that's when the dark days come. Absolutely. I've talked to way too many parents who have had to go through this who all tell me the same thing. They'll say, Alex, it didn't become real until you all left. And then my loved one no longer existed and I had to confront the issue and the reality is that they were they were never coming back and as long as I had the media around or as long as people were talking my loved one my son my my coach my they were all alive and then we go and that's when you're confronted with dealing with reality a GoFundMe account account that was set up to raise 15,000 now over 6 million it's one of the biggest in history We've got parents and people putting out hockey sticks on the front porch. On April 12th, there is a call for a national day of wearing the team's jersey. Haley Wickenheiser is a six-time Olympic hockey player. Gold medal winner. This is her life, this sport. And it's affected her deeply, and she's doing everything she can. She's one of the reasons the GoFundMe was pushed out and got a lot of attention. And she just got back from visiting the survivors and the families, and she joins us now. Haley, um... Did you ever imagine that the country would come together quite like it has for this, you know, small prairie town? Um, you know, I kind of did, to be honest, because uh, maybe the one benefit of playing on the national team is seeing how the country comes together all the time to support what we're doing. And, um, I'm, I, you know, I think this is a national tragedy, but it affects every person on a certain level, whether you're involved in hockey or not, you know, as a parent, as just a human being um, that, you know, that feels for the loss that's happened. So it's been amazing to see the outpouring. Um, and I think, you know, all of Canada is really hurting right now and um, sharing the grief of these families that have lost so much. It really is something, um, you know, it doesn't matter who you're talking to, where you live, whether it be Toronto, small city, East Coast, or, or out in B.C., 
everyone's talking about this story and everyone's hurting. Yeah, no, um, I, you know, I just flew from Calgary to Toronto today and in the airport, uh, you know, I've got a Humboldt hoodie on and mm-hmm. a lot of people coming up and wanting to, you know, just share their grief with you or tell a story. And, uh, you know, I think everybody's just looking for a little bit of extra support. And so I know that back in Humboldt, they really feel that from around the country and the families that have, you know, their loved one in the, in the hospital right now are, are feeling that love and support as well. It's kind of keeping them going too. So it's been really, really huge for uh, the healing process. And part of the healing process is seeing, you know, people like yourselves um, and, and and Sheldon Kennedy, people reaching out. What was the experience like? Um, I mean, you say that they know that there is support. I think they might be shocked yeah. at how touched Canada really is over this. Well, I, you know, I think for some of the boys, and I was talking to one of the boys yesterday in hospital, and um, I don't think that they, of course, really realize the, the gravity of how this has gripped the nation and maybe the gravity of the situation. There's probably still a lot of shock and the injuries are very, very severe and are going to take a long time. So when they get out and begin the grieving process, uh, you know, these kids weren't just from Humboldt. They came from all across Western Canada. And so when they go back to their communities, uh, one of the things that I know is comforting is that they're going to have the support of the communities that know what have, what has happened and have grieved alongside them this whole time. And that going to really be important in the next weeks and months moving ahead because it's just going to get harder. Absolutely. I mean, I think once the shock wears off, uh, the levels of despair and grief, um, they, they are very painful and very cruel. Um, how do you yeah. rebuild that? I mean, you've been on a team. You, you, you know the, the bonds that are built. How do you rebuild mm-hmm. a hockey team when so many people have been taken? Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm of the belief that Humboldt you know, should have a hockey team next year. Of course, there should be a grieving process. We don't know if there's going to be a, a league championship. I, I can't imagine mm-hmm. how anyone could get on a bus at this time. But moving forward, I, I was just I'm standing here with Paul Brandt, and we're just talking about, you know, those boys, you know, would want the show to go on. They would want the game to happen. They would want their teammates to keep playing and the community to have a team in memory of them. And to, I mean, it's not going to erase what happened or, uh, you know, it's a way to uh, have their lives lived on forever and have them be memorialized um, so that team moving forward will carry their spirits, I suppose, with them. Um, and, and I do think that it, it is important to play on, when, you know, eventually when the time is right. You know, I wrote uh, an opening uh, to my show about this tragedy, and I, and I liken it to uh, as Canadian a tragedy as we have ever seen in this country. And it was almost at that yeah. moment when I opened a headline where, you know, a DVD, you know, copy of yeah. Snapshot had been found at the scene and it kind of punctuates mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I thought it was really ironic and maybe kind of fitting that yeah. that DVD was on the road because uh, we've all watched that DVD a million times on the bus trip yeah. and probably in the junior hockey culture maybe even more given the age of those kids <laughs> and the culture of what goes on. So, um you know, to see the DVD crushed up, I, I thought to myself, well, the hockey gods, you know, luck, you know, sometimes you think the hockey gods are on your side and sometimes they're not. I don't know what they were doing when this happened, but you think one or two seconds would have changed everything likely for this accident to not happen. And, you know, I was just talking to some teammates, had, you know, had somebody been late, somebody had to go mm-hmm. to the bathroom, that mm-hmm. bus would have left a minute or two, then, you know, those all those what ifs. So you tell yeah. really what if it is. Um, but but that uh, disc sure symbolizes a lot. 
Yeah, sadly, it is what it is. But, you know, one thing I noticed on your Twitter is, you know, you put out the call, you know, this little GoFundMe that was raising 15000 and we're at $5 million plus, and it's going to keep growing. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I think it was almost at 6 when I looked a few minutes ago, and uh, maybe by the end of the night we can get close to 10. I, I know that there's 29 families that are affected. There's um, kids that are paralyzed. They're going to have long, long-term injuries. There's uh, funeral costs and parents that can't work and uh, there's just all sorts of things that they're going to need the money for and I know the team is managing that now and uh, they've got a professional group that's going to be dealing with all of the money so it's it's going to go to the right hands and uh, it's so great to see Canada step up and really from around the world to support. Yeah and, and look the hockey sticks are out and you're starting to see them pop up in all the neighborhoods you've got this national call to wear green and gold on on the 12th and uh, and hopefully they will know in Humboldt that uh the arms of Canada have been put around them. Yeah, and uh, I think we saw that last night at the vigil with the arms of the community around all those grieving families on the ice. And, you know, if you're somewhere in Canada and you want to support uh, outside of giving money, uh, think about things like being an organ donor. Yeah. Um, you know, it's Logan's very legacy. Simple, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I think that was very powerful. Be present for your own kids. Um, you know, this, this so life is so fleeting, we just don't know. Um, but that's the way to honor this team and this community moving forward. 100%. Haley, I know that they'll uh, turn to you for a lot of comfort and that you uh, will give all you can. So thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, anytime. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Haley. That is Haley Wickenheiser. Um, you know, y- you know her because she's a national hockey star. She gets gold medals. But it's the work that people like Haley are doing right now and the Sheldon Kennedys and the Don Cherries and all those guys going out there and uh, putting their arms around them. And uh, last check, that GoFundMe account is now at 6372000 give or take. It has grown in the last three hours by 200000 And it would not surprise me in the least if it goes beyond $10 million. Sure would be great to get to uh, twenty eight. But those uh, remaining survivors are going to need every cent because they got to rebuild their lives. And the reality is some of them won't recover. There will be those who are injured for life. And they will need this for the therapies and all the things that will make their life more comfortable. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.